This is Gemma, and this is Money Can't Buy You Class, a podcast about the intersection of reality television and critical theory. Um, today, tonight is a very, very special night uh, as we welcome writer, friend, and Los Angeles area socialite Gracie Hadland. Yes. Hey. So, Gracie. welcome, Gracie. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, we're mm -hmm. we're joined by Gracie to do a pretty um to do a close read um of the Architectural Digest's Open Door series of videos. The faceless camera of Architectural Digest barges in on celebrities, asking them to open their door, and they take us on tours of their house. And yeah, there's a lot of subtlety and weirdness mm -hmm. in these videos. Yeah. So I became, you know, I've always watched stuff like this, these weird, like, kind of celebrity snippets of their stuff. Like, I just kind of like the structure of these weird videos where it's like, kind of real, or like, they're kind of unscripted. And then they're just also just like, so bizarre but everyone's just you know there's something nice about they're having a nice day and like everything's set up really well it's just like I like the quality of the videos they're short they're edited the tone is very kind of like relaxed and like it's tranquil it's tranquil but the content is like totally <laughs> psychotic I, I really started to think about them more seriously when I saw the um Kendall Jenner one because it's so art heavy and from like an art writing perspective it was kind of interesting to think about that but I would say there's like three kind of categories of video sure there's like the super famous person like Kendall Jenner or Chris Jenner or Cara Delevingne or whatever these kind of you know a-list people whose houses are like completely immaculate basically not lived in because they're traveling all the time and they have like those are the people with like the most money and like the most like mm -hmm. insane like kind of like circus vibes and then there's kind of like you know the Dakota Johnson which is like she's like you know famous but she's like she also lives in LA you know you like believe that she like you know does spend a decent amount of time here and then there's these other people who have, like i've never heard of yeah and you're just like who is this yeah inside taylor, taylor hills. hills rustic nashville retreat which i did watch but it's just kind of like you know that makes me think they she's you know either she's got something to promote her pr team reached out to ad or she just has like you know she's big in the interior design or they like pitch her house to them or something. Right. You know. 
And then they're also like, I guess, the intermediary between the first two groups. There's like the forgotten right. teen star who like you realize actually is like a multimillionaire now, like and like has a family and are super normie. Like you have Nina Dobrev, who is in Vampire Diaries, and you have like Hillary Duff. Both of them are like so basic, right? Like you 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 kind of expect like so Cara Delavine's house and vibe is just like totally crazy and psychotic and you kind of expect that of celebrity but then you just have someone who's just like almost just seems like they're faking a like newfound love and a like lifelong obsession with interior design and architecture and you're like this can't be this can't be real these people are kind of like you know this is their like attempt to like get back into the biz almost you know yeah because these go viral I guess you know like people people are like oh yeah I wonder what Nina Dobrev is up to now right there's also Mandy Moore is a good one oh Mandy Moore is a good one (laughs) and um there's another like 2000s person or Oh, like like Nicole Schlossinger, whatever from Seacat Dolls. Oh, <laughs> I have no idea who that yeah. is. And then you also like I was just I watched a couple of times the Adam Levine and his like wife, who's like so tiny and so awkward, but like somehow has like birthed human children multiple times. And they live in like this very strange house, which is all one story and like seems to almost be circular. Mm-hmm. I feel like the people of that tier also kind of like brag about how they actually live in the house. Yeah. You know, like we live I they're think like in the- no, 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 no. We're not just like those kind of celebs that just like fly. We actually live here. And it's just like, yeah, like, you know, good for you. Like they want some kind of credit for their authenticity in that video too the maroon five the one with adam levine and bahati they're like they like they literally like slap their hard their table and they're like we live here and they say it like three times being like we spend all of our time communally at the table and that's what i think is the other part of these shows is the use of yes like basically self-congratulating yourself based on the objects you have in your home Mm -hmm. like it's a way of proving some sort of humanity right or some sort of conventional thing mm-hmm. like yeah like we have dinner with our kids every night like no like no one gets a pass like we all eat together like just another american family i mean i think it's the most the weirdest thing is like this tension between the view what the viewer wants out of it which is like to see something you know crazy and like um, you know, amazing and like outside of their reality. And then for the subject, it's an opportunity for them to reinforce their kind of conventionalness or their normal life or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like there's that, there's a total disconnect between those two things because again, like they're being filmed by a camera crew. Like that's kind of like, the thing between those two desires yeah well I'm also thinking like I've, I've mentioned this before but growing up or in high school I was friends with a tish um 
and she invited me to her house on Park Ave. And it was like, it was this similar sense of like awe, you know, because it's a whole other level of what like a house means. They have like an original, I forgot who, but like one of like the most famous modernist painters. Mm-hmm. Just like who they're like, oh, he did a doodle and now like it's our stairway painting and they have like glass cases over their art and like little maids and like French maid outfits running everywhere and heated floors and like it's a whole shebang. But it's always like I my friend, she would like go to the bathroom or like go downstairs to get us something to eat. And I would just like walk into her closets and just like look, you know, because she she had like hundreds of cashmere sweaters Mm -hmm. arranged by color and perfectly folded you know and she'd only take the subway wearing gloves because it was too dirty and I have like there's like a similar vibe to like these videos you just kind of like get to Mm -hmm. see you know it's like very like it's very just like you're seeing you're not even there you're obviously not even there but it's it's a similar experience to like I feel like actually going to these people's houses Mm -hmm. and there's also this kind of weird desire I feel like to you want to see like the craziest thing you know it's like this weird kind of like I feel like this was like a thing in like early 2000s movies where it was like and they have a refrigerator in the like ba- in the bathtub or like something. MTV yeah. cribs it's just like some sort of like insane combination of like everything in one like <laughs> and they still have that where it's like there's a steam room in the studio and a basketball court in the living room or whatever where it's just like totally like child like fantasy like the fucking like Cara Delevingne ball pit which is like the most like perverted like psychotic and the hat room she has like a hat it's kind of this weird like it's in this like liminal space between uh one of the floors or it's like kind of the upstairs but there's like a hat and she says it's because she wears many hats right it's all a metaphor. It's like a metaphor for her like professional success. Maybe we should just start with maybe doing a close read of Cara Delevingne's. Yeah, let's start there. That's when I have the most. Because yes. So this video is marked by absolute psychosis. Yeah. Um, she basically <laughs> says, I wrote down in my notes, I wrote, this house is based on blank because she says that about 20 times and each time the blank is something different we have oh, yeah. alice in wonderland her career the and english countryside boy the jungle Hefner, the jungle <laughs> so i mean this is another interesting thing to talk about it's like what is the what is the house is it as like an extension of one's like personal style or identity or whatever you know like where how do we think about that in like the context of like American culture mm-hmm. in particular you know because then there's this thing where people are like this you know this represents me like okay the and, and I think this this idea is good to start with with Kara because yeah. she keeps doing this she keeps reinforcing this thing of like it it is somehow an externalized like physical manifestation of her personality is this like Beverly Hills like mansion that she bought 
that she's only lived in for like a year because she kept being like can't wait till like everyone could come over after the pandemic like yeah and so it's also like you know it's as if they were kind of preparing it for this video or something mm-hmm. like it has a kind of like quality of like st- being staged for whatever the fuck right so many of the so a couple of the things featured in Cardellvin's house tour are um she wrote down uh or I wrote down sorry I was like she, she has a scooter that she scoots from her okay. she scoots from her bedroom to the kitchen with because the um floors are really hard and they hurt your feet if you walk on them too much seems like she's describing a floor to me that seems like what a floor is that sometimes hurts your feet like I don't know I don't even know what that sensation is so I've never had she was like this is so spoiled of me I'm like yeah babe it is so she has like Marie Antoinette level yeah like like the floor is too hard no, but like, you know, when you're like in a theater, like if you ever did dance or whatever, like that floor is definitely different than like the hardwood yeah. floors that you have. Like, I feel like she has like a concrete floor sure. that's like probably difficult. I mean, it is Marie Antoinette and like Princess and the P, very like model, like supermodel. Yeah. But, uh, but, but I, I feel like that part, I was like, all right, I guess if you have like concrete floors, your feet. Okay could possibly all right so good we have two perspectives here (laughs) yeah i feel like they're old wood floors though you know well we don't know what kind of floors there are but then the other thing that she had was a um her vagina tunnel she has like six she has like six secret doors in this goddamn house people and And hat room and a ball pit this woman is perverted and a a number of vaginal motifs which is so there's this thing that she's like kind of a lesbian right or she is or she's like very bi whatever that means so she like has but that but the way that she kind of expresses that in terms of the home is like the vagina motif right which I I think comes up a couple times the first is yeah well and then the other time it comes up her pussy palace which is clearly a sex room you need to explain the um the vagina tunnel in full because yes. it it's like a door in like the library it's like a secret door you push open and it's then low to it the ground opens. Door. she's like this was like a crazy idea that like I never thought could happen but like my amazing designer like made it happen and then it's like this tunnel that's like just kind of I don't know it reminds me of like a children's museum honestly where you like mm-hmm. are crawling through some kind of like spooky thing to like learn about the inside of the body or whatever and then she comes out in a washing machine out of a washing machine on the it's other a facade side of a washing machine yeah a pink it's like washing a fake machine. pink washing machine that's another small door so very like Alice in Wonderlandy, which she describes yeah so but it's just a tunnel it just is one random tunnel in her house it doesn't and do it doesn't sound like she she said she goes in there to think but you know she's never a she's never had a thought in her life b <laughs> she doesn't go <laughs> hang out in there because she's like you know never home and that was another instance of something that we see with these videos where they kind of 
um, the celebrity talks about the people that have helped build their house in this way. Mm-hmm. That's like a friend, mm-hmm. but also like somebody that they like, I'm your boss. Like they all kind of have this kind of attitude towards their architects and their contractors where they're like, he said I couldn't, but I did it anyway. And it's like, yeah. it took six extra weeks for this to happen. Right. It's like, they have no conception of like this person's labor mm-hmm. or time. And she's like, but my architect said he could do it. And I'm like, yeah, cause you probably paid him like a hundred thousand more dollars yeah, to exactly. make you a vagina tunnel. Like, right. They act as though they have these kind of intimate friendships with their designers, oh, their designers. It. And like in the Nina Dobrev one, she was like, so my friend Maya makes these sculptural plants called ikibana it's like bitch yes you know (laughs) we've all heard of this we're all familiar with the japanese you know practice of flower arranging and but she did she definitely referred to that person like that's a friend oh they're always talking about friends it's like being friends with your yoga instructor you know it's like not real friend you're kind of like hang well, also like a thing though, I feel like people that people get embarrassed by their wealth. And again, just going back to my some of my friends in high school who were like so insanely wealthy, like just just beyond the beyond. They refer like when you went to their houses, they'd refer to the housekeepers as their friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like this is a really good friend, like Georgiana. She she grew up in Croatia and then it's you know. <laughs> exactly and you're like oh my god georgiana escaped croatia during civil war and was like probably like a heart surgeon but like unfortunately can't find like a work visa you know but like that's their great friend who's just helping them out by cleaning their house like they're not helping them out by paying them the person's helping they're, they're doing them a favor mm-hmm. by cleaning their house and scrubbing their toilet and like doing whatever you know what i mean and i i always read that about people being like liberal you know, they're like politically liberal. So I think that they get embarrassed Mm -hmm. that they would hire someone to do these like horrible demeaning tasks. Right. Well, Kendall Jenner in her video says, she's like, oh, this is the separate entrance for my glam room. So my, my girls can come in and out. And it's like your makeup artists. Like she's always well, she's like, so it's easier for them. She's like, oh yeah, I do. I made it. So it's easier for them. Like I'm, I'm such a giving person. Dakota Johnson has this moment where she kind of says like, um, she's like, oh, there's always people in and out. And you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like yeah, the people that work yeah. for you. Like, they're, like, yeah. she's like it's such a wo- wonderful, like welcoming home. And it's like, you know, cause you're saying your cook comes in, your house cleaner comes in, your stylist comes in, your agent comes in, your assistant That's comes so in. Funny. Like, yeah, there's people, their lives are populated with people. Yeah, but they're not friends. I always have people over for dinner and they're always coming. It's like, no, you have a staff. It's like 40 people. Right. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. It's like, so if we even go to the Nina Dobrev one, she, like her whole thing with the living room and the kitchen is she's just like, I really believe in like an open floor plan. So I took down this wall so the kitchen can look into the dining room. And then she's also like, and I like this breakfast nook and originally it could only fit five people, but now I expanded it. So 12 people can come. And I'm like, do you have that many friends? Like, do you have 12 people regularly coming over to like chill for breakfast? Right. When she's explaining that, she's like, looks incredibly tiny and alone just sitting at this gigantic (laughs) table being like this fits 12 people it's like you know 
she's like trying to think of like four people that she would have over for breakfast in her head the I want to go back to the um being embarrassed by the wealth thing because I think that's definitely something that comes up in all of these but that's one thing like when they have these like crazy rooms or whatever these kind of extraneous like rooms for like activities or whatever the fuck they like sometimes they'll be like they'll be more enthusiastic about the things that are like really kind of normal and like traditional like they're like I just love like you know something small or whatever and then they'll kind of breeze past like something insane yeah like they'll be like and yeah this is like an amazing like steam shower and we just love it we love it it's like and it's just like wait wait, wait, what is that like I've never (laughs) even heard of this type of shower you're talking about because it's like so crazy but they're just like oh I'm just like such a freak I love these bowls or something right they're just like no bitch you actually love the steam room that's inside your bedroom or whatever right well I think that kind of question about like what is the house for and like what are their houses for and this kind of like endless people coming in and out and this like embarrassment of wealth like is all getting at that question about like what is like what is a celebrity house for and like what I kept noticing in all the videos too is that everybody has like the maximum amount of like entertainment centers possible. So there's like always an arcade. There's always a movie theater. There's a ball pit. Adam Levine and his wife talk about, we're really, we have childlike spirits. So this is like our really playful Mm -hmm. room. But the the kind of persistence of the entertainment center is definitely present. Entertainment center. That's probably the most depressing thing to me. Like, that like the entertainment center kind of or just that kind of like maximum like like Cardell being she's like we have every arcade game ever invented it's like who has time like you know she never plays that and it's all also like you know what are you gonna it's like it's the it's like those kind of things where it's like they have the maximum stuff makes me think about how much money they have they have like too much money to even spend you know or to like use in in their entire life so it goes into the like these things where they have one of everything like just like this kind of insane like disgusting like over the top wealth that that only makes me think of like kind of boredom and death and like banality like it's so kind of empty because like that that thing where she's like and we have hbo max and we have hulu and then and then she's just like listing everything and like all the she's like sometimes i just like to watch trailers in my screening room it's just like what she says she watches the apple screensaver yeah that like was another like death drive like moment where it was just like she's kind of floating in this abyss of like digital minutiae and like then she's like right next to like david bowie signed this guitar which is like a very like you know easy cultural reference easy cultural reference but is also like this thing of like a physical object that like david bowie used and signed or something like that in contrast with the like kind of expansive like digital wasteland of like video games and 
Apple screensavers or something. Like there's something interesting there. <laughs> I was just thinking about the them being childlike. And I and I actually think that in a way, like the desire to be a celebrity or like being a celebrity is like kind of a psychosis, you know? And it's that very like as a kid, look at me, look at me, look at me. Of course, they've never grown up because I mean, maybe this isn't the best example, but you see someone like a celebrity quote unquote couple like Paul Thomas Anderson and Maya Rudolph, who like people don't even know they were dating. They were married for like 10 years. They're very off the radar, very like whatever. Like even if you're famous, even if you have a lot of money, you don't necessarily always want to be seen, Mm -hmm. right? And there are a lot of celebrities also who are, like aren't married to other celebrities who just kind of like live their lives, you know, it just in kind of like a normal way and probably have like really, really nice things. But I definitely do think that part of being a celebrity on these types in, in these like public forums, it is, I mean, it's literally, it's literally like a, like a type of psychosis. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. Like, that's what I like. You know, because all of these people who have these videos, like, I have no respect for them. And I just think they're, like, insane and crazy and awful. Right. But then there's some, you know, there's some, like, like you brought up Paul Thomas Anderson. You know, he's an artist. I respect him. <laughs> you know, I, I love his work. Yeah. Whatever. Like, and there's some people who've done these videos who, like, kind of toe that line between, like, insane celebrity and, like, you know, they've made work that I respect, like, Kirsten Dunst you know like her she's good and then I watch because then I'm kind of scared to watch the video because I'm like oh my god she's just going to be like such a nightmare I I wanted to think about too this like thing about okay so it's like open door is the name of the series so it's like okay that's like a it's an open door it's like look at me look inside me look inside my house find out what I own like if there's there's a real vulnerability that's like built into that term open door or a welcomingness, right? There's like a welcome kind of thing. They're tr- supposed to be telling you like something about them that you don't know through their house, but they're really, they're really saying like actually nothing. Like they, mm-hmm. it, and it really feels like it should be vulnerable and intimate. And sometimes you think it is. And then you're like, oh, nothing is, this is like no, one of the most right. cold interactions like even the 72 questions on vogue that's annoying ass guy he like he at least like talks and like you know you you can sense that he's there and he's like invading their space but the architecture diet is like kind of cold camera that doesn't speak like it really doesn't work in that way well i i will say the 72 questions or whatever they it is scripted so like you know there is there like the pace makes me feel Cause like when they are interviewing the people and the people are answering, they are like, hmm, eggs or something. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, they like have, they know their lines, but I, there is something about the architectural digest things where they do kind of slip up. Cause they're like, so brain dead that they like, you know, they have to talk about this plan and like, you know, they've done it like three times because like, she doesn't know anything, but but there is still some kind of like in the same way reality tv has a kind of like you know looseness or an opportunity for like a kind of slip up there is that because if you notice like 
you know, and like Nina's video, like just, just some things where they, they don't, they can't quite edit it too much because it's not scripted. Like she'll be like, and so like, so if you pull the blinds down, like it gets really dark in here. It's like, you know, she's like explaining that, like insane that they like wouldn't edit that out. But like, I love that because there is, you know, you're like, oh my God, she's like delusional. And then she was also like, so I'm an actor. I work in the film industry. Like love that. Just these kind of things where they're just stating what things are. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they do a great job of that in um Adam Oh yeah. Yes. That one is unbelievable for that because they're like, this is the kitchen and we <laughs> eat in the kitchen and we sleep in the bedroom and like we <laughs> we look and at the end of it they just start naming objects. Right. They're like, we have a refrigerator yeah. and we have a pool and we have snacks. Right. They, they have so no like they have no idea what's going on, but they have this kind of like all they know is is exactly is that exactly that and a kind of like these kind of like jokes between husband and wife you know that's all they know but they're so fake you can tell that oh no it's insane she used him for money and three gorgeous babies (laughs) yeah (laughs) and he yeah well I don't know but they but he is like they're both just kind of like oh babe you're so goofy or something you know like that that is the script. Well, that's the script, right? That's, that's the, the script. script. My favorite part of Dakota Johnson is she just opens with, "I love wood. I love trees. <laughs> I love green. I love nature." Yeah. And they all say that same shit. Like Hillary Duff is like, right. "I love nature." I I'm like, and Carla Vin's like, "I love grass." I'm like, "Yeah, sure, babe." <laughs> like, who doesn't love a nice patch of grass? I mean, yeah, it's hysterical though. It actually is so funny. Where like where people are grasping for some grasping. kind of identity or some kind of <laughs> or something that will root them in their like desire for these objects, but there's nothing. But they just want to own empty. stuff. It's so empty that desire. So they don't really have anything yeah. to that can connect them to that thing because it's a it's an empty relationship yeah it's materialism you know and then like yeah the the Dakota Johnson one is like there's that thing where she's like I love limes like I I love them they're just (laughs) like she's just like she is incredibly charming though I will say I would watch her for hours gorgeous but she, you know, she actually went to my high school. Yeah. And <laughs> she, but she, her mother is yeah, she's Melanie kind of Griffith. And then her mother's mother is Tippi Hendren. And so she is like totally, you know, she's like fucked. Like she has, <laughs> she's just been in this world for so long. But there, so recently she, so that kind of that thing about the limes kind of went viral because it was like this is so crazy but then she went on jimmy fallon and was like i actually don't love limes i'm allergic to limes <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> she was like and she was like i just lied like i straight up lied like she admits to this right 
she was like it was stage it was stage they put those limes there and I had to go stand over by that side of the counter and there was the limes and I had to say I love limes right you definitely get that sense that that like it's like with Dakota Johnson and with Nina Dobrev who are who are both actors I mean I you know of varying degrees of talent but you can tell that they are acting to the oh, oh end. my god degree Nina Dobrev and she's just like trying to figure out the adjectives <laughs> to describe the nouns that have been told that she needs to save her product placement she is so I mean, annoying that is the that's the real like where's the Oscar for that performance because right. that is an amazing performance to be able to I mean this is where the mental illness and personality disorder comes in because <laughs> performing yourself in this so insane way and she's like I'm European I'm from Europe she's like Bulgarian it's like babe no I know she everyone the south of France sweetheart you know (laughs) it's like and then she was like and I'm also Canadian and it's like the fact that everything she's doing is she's paying homage she's paying homage to every single piece of her heritage which is like white and canadian well that's (laughs) white and white yeah literally she's like i'm white basically i'm very white and eastern european (laughs) that's where they get into the identity thing too it's like seeking this identity so they're like i know my heritage my past is identity right so they're trying to find some kind of thing they want so badly, they want so badly to be grounded in reality. Yeah, and to feel anything. Right. I mean, you had that great line in that essay you, you wrote about the Kendall Jenner video where I think it's like the opening line. You're like, Kendall Jenner stands in her multi-million dollar mansion pretending as hard as she can to be alive. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like at once they are like automatons, but I think that they also like, they want to be alive. Yeah. They haven't quite figured it out they don't they don't know like they're not just doing it for the camera they're trying as hard as they can for themselves but they're like stuck and they have this gorgeous furniture they have no idea where it's from they don't know how much it costs it is it it means literally nothing to them so they're just trying to show how real and homely and loving and and you know like uh like human they are but they're 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 so they're so far from that I would there's definitely like there's a really kind of interesting and deep and dark like colonial element to all of this I think because many of the videos include in just a quick frame or flash like an African kind of mask or whether it's like whether it, it's an actual mask or artifact or whether it's kind of a, an appropriated like image from what an African mask or artifact might be, like that is kind of a consistent motif in every video and or or and the 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 like lion photograph, which occurs in the Dakota Johnson video. When she's like, my grandmother, Tippi Hundren, like had a lion. The lion, dude. <laughs> had a lion like farm or something in South Africa. You know, it's yeah. like some, there's some. And well, safari think, is extremely white, wealthy vibes. Like right. going on safari. 
because it's like the most sort of like out there like and wild, wild. It's, it's thing when- well it's literally the sheltering sky by Paul Bowles you know what I mean like that's always been the fantasy of the of the elites right it's to get lost in Africa and to bring back what you can like what salvaged from from the vacation yeah I mean and that's just another kind of attempt at like a search for meaning and identity it's like oh wouldn't it be amazing if I like went somewhere different and like had an experience that meant something and I brought something back you know that's the the entire kind of like colonial project is based on that kind of like selfish like white wealthy impulse to like you know loot these loot like come back with like an experience and an object yeah for sure or like some sort of like experience of being like wild or whatever and then like returning to your like gold bathtub with like some object that you can like preserve in now like your like white European space yeah I mean it's all such a farce also like but I feel like a lot of the celebrities, I think that a lot of what they're saying, they've ran out of shit to talk about. So the only thing that they can talk about is their, right, is this like experience turned into the object and the object, which is a metaphor for the experience. So when their friends come over, they can be like, oh, this piece of wood is from here. And like, have you been to Thailand ever? You know what I mean? And like, it just becomes like- what how can you create something which in and of itself will help will like foment conversation experience is always is always like purchased you know it's not it's never a kind of like random like you know crazy like you know serendipitous thing that happens it's like always a very like planned you like sign up for the safari and like there's a guy there who like picks you up and then he's taking a photo like is like none of the objects they show are ever like I found this in a little shop and da 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 it's like wherever they found this thing it always they were always led there because of their class and their money and their power and their access to these things or their the ingenuity of their interior designer you know it's right. never actually spontaneous or has any like connection to like reality where like things are random and like right well I was gonna say that the one exception is that Nina Dobrev makes a big deal about that um what's that called like the 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 huge head oh, above yeah. her bed the longhorn right the Longhorn, and she's like, I was on a road trip, right. and you're like, okay, and I got, she's like, and I got like a really good deal for it, but oh, like, yeah. it's it's also interesting the similarities between um, she and Adam Levine and Bahati. They're all just like, it's like really unsafe actually to have something above your bed, especially in California, which is where oh, I live. We all. So they're like, so I paid, no, but they're like, so we like, so we made it special. Like it's bolted to the wall. We added in like, we added in like a concrete layer to our wall. 
just so it can hang here. And it's like, that's their way of like being crazy. Meanwhile, I'm going to be sliced in half by my art.com Hilma F. Clint print. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um, well, that's a, that's another interesting thing is like the weather or the, you know, the kind of environment, the kooky environment of Los Angeles comes up a lot. Yeah. Where it's like, and it's pretty nice here since we're in LA. Like, it doesn't really get cold. Or just like, there's yeah, always like, I don't kind my of like, it gets so wink, hot. wink, nudge, nudge to like the fabulous weather and the like, and then to also like the fabulous weather and like the incredible like precarity of like living here in terms of like the earthquakes and yeah. the fires and stuff like that also gets brought up in this kind of like wink wink nudge nudge way of like there are little idiosyncratic like you know city where there's sometimes weird and wonderful things happening you know this is just a little bit in my mind right now because I just finished um uh Kate Durbin's poetry book called Hoarders where Mm -hmm. she basically does like this really interesting like kind of found poetry with uh watching the show Hoarders and she basically puts she talks about people's objects but it's all it's using dialogue from the show and it kind of just gives this like real portrait of like what these hoarders you know what they're desires are and what these objects mean to them and it's really about examining like the human condition through the collection of objects and as I was watching these I was like there is something that's connecting these right like there is something about like making yourself feel better through owning Mm -hmm. things there's something about collecting and having objects that mean something to you but where the difference with the show hoarders is, is everyone's poor And it's like, what's like, I don't really know my answer to this question or if it's a question, but I'm just kind of curious about that. Like what, you know, what, when, when, when poor people are obsessed with objects, it's hoarding and, and obviously it is hoarding in the hoarders, but like, you know, when like it's a hoarding, it's a mental illness, it's an exact kind of attempt to master trauma, Mm -hmm. but when it's rich people, you know, obsessing about the exact objects that they've- It's interior design. It's interior design, (laughs) right. Yeah, that would be an interesting, like, comparison. Because there is something, like, because I think that what these, what they're both getting at is that, like, objects are ways for people to connect to experience, to Mm -hmm. location, and to, like, memories and identity. And- because the AD tours are very, they, they're not, they're very rarely like about the actual architecture of the house. It's, it's like, they say Spanish style or something, but it's all about like the things on their counter and like Mm -hmm. their random gold bathtub or like Mm -hmm. their slab of marble from Mm -hmm. Italy. You know, Mm -hmm. it it is kind of like, it is kind of detail oriented in that way, the videos. But also like keeping up with the Kardashians has like so many of their plot points is, are about architectural digest because they, I feel like it's like for the celebrity to like be taken seriously as a rich person or like, I, I feel like maybe the difference between like having money and like wealth, if there is a difference, I, I feel like it's a social one. They want to prove that, oh, I'm not just like, some random person with money like money is my identity like I live and breathe in wealth and good taste Mm -hmm. 
right? And that's like so much of what I think that these videos are about is trying to prove that, oh no, it's not just that I have money. I also have good taste Mm -hmm. and I've always had good taste. And it's like this karmic reaction to their like incredible taste and artistry that they've ended up where they ended up with this great art and the great food and the wine and the whatever. I feel like there's this, there's this thing that's happening too with um, like the home as like an, an achievement. Mm -hmm. And so in that achievement, it's like, I have these things I've developed my taste. Like I've cultivated my, my style. And I feel like it's like you said, like you're ending up with these Mm -hmm. things. I feel like in this, in this hoarders piece, which is really interesting is it's like the presence of like death and demise is like very present in like hoarders because like people are literally being buried. It's called hoarders colon buried alive. And then in these videos, the celebrity tomb of the closet, you know, of the, like, I'm going to like be laid to rest in my perfectly organized fucking pantry, Khloe Kardashian, or my perfectly organized closet. Right. Like that there's, and there's and something the, about the objects and the creating yourself to this point where there's like an there's something inferring the end finality, or death. Yeah. Right. And I like the the Kendall Jenner video, like when she's like, this closet makes me feel like a newborn baby or something. She's like, every time I redo it. Every time, yeah. Cause her, she has one come in once a month to like get rid of stuff. The closet organizers in LA are making so much so money. I should do the it. The kind of like purging of objects as a, a birth theme or something. Right. And the acquisition right. of objects as the kind of mortality is interesting. And and also, like, I think it's interesting in a lot of these homes to think about, like, their history, especially the ones in L.A., like, most often they were owned by, you know, movie people or, like, industry people already. And, like, that's kind of their appeal, too, is, like, this was, like, a, you know, owned by a pretty, I mean, they, they don't say who owned it, but it's kind of the idea is that it's like a classic Hollywood home or whatever and that they they have preserved some of the original detailing but like updated it like they're always they're always proud of like you know preserving some of the past Mm -hmm. no that's so funny you say that because my um my grandfather was a screenwriter and he uh when he he fought in World War II and when he got out of the war, him and my grandma were like insanely poor, right? So they, my grandma was like hitchhiking to UCLA because she was getting a PhD, blah, blah, blah. She found this guy who was like, I'll build your house if I can like crash with you and your rental for a couple of months. So they built this house in the Hollywood Hills right? They bought like a piece of land for $200. And now it's sold for millions of dollars as the house that Magoo built because my grandfather created Mr. Magoo. (laughs) Oh, no kidding. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So now it's just like this house that they built from scratch. That was just like this, like a labor of just like, we're like 
I just fought in the fucking war in the South Pacific and like I need a place to stay and I'm like trying to make it as an artist. My grandma's like I'm trying to make it as like a pe- like a therapist and now it's just like this insanely expensive thing and it's like all highly stylized and like that's where my dad grew up and like they had mudslides, right? We'd have to like literally his grandfather, my, my grandfather wake him up and be like, Frederick, time to like shovel the mud out of the living room, right? So it's like crazy to go there um, and to just like drive by it because I can't even go in there anymore mm-hmm. and to see it publicized in terms of what Hollywood made it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking about the like iterations that these properties go through and kind of the, yeah, thinking about like that being another kind of point of pride for people is like, right. is its history, is its kind of, you know, whatever, like the like historical quality of it or whatever. Kind of like if it's historical, it's like really rooted in like the reality. Real. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like really like they love to have a like historical detailing. Yeah. I, I will really... say that Nina Dobrev's bathroom is beautiful. That tile that is, bathroom gorgeous. is gorgeous. That is gorgeous. Yeah. I was obsessed with that bathroom. But she's she's she is obsessed with preservation. And even like she has that comment about her uh, her faucet where she's like, even after I'm gone, it's just going to get even more beautiful. Like they're obsessed with this like longevity and like the house like evidence that they survived. Yeah. Or evidence that they were ever alive, you know, like that. They so want it to be, this is the house where Nina Dobrev yeah. lived. Like they want this. Right. And the that reference house. for this historical thing is like one day it's going to be the house right. that I lived in. And then she has right. like the skull above her bed, you know, like the ultimate symbol of death. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then like she keeps referencing cry cryogenics or whatever multiple times, which is, you know, that's what people get embalmed in when they get. But I wanted to ask you, Gracie, with the Car Delavine and Kendall Jenner. Yeah. I wanted to get your art criticism point of view on what is with models loving James Terrell interesting well I think <laughs> that's an obvious there's an obvious answer to this everyone and I have, a, I have another answer but okay go well everyone looks good in pink light. light you know it's a very it's a selfie it's very selfie you know easily accessible you know lighting and then you know I think but I think you know, those works are really expensive and like really, you know, that's a big, that's a big thing to acquire is a James Trell piece. So I think it's, you know, pastel is huge right now. So is neon. And that's a little bit of both. And we all love, you know, the Southwest and like all that shit. And just one other thing about the art this kind of funny story so my friend kate hall great wonderful painter um has a piece in hillary duff's video they said kate hall yeah so kate so kate you know somehow her work she sold a piece to hillary duff but in the video she like 
she is talking about the work Kate's piece, but describing a different piece by my friend Leela, who makes like embroidered bed sheets, like embroidered. Uh, yeah, so she's pointing to Kate's work, being like, "Yeah, so this work is like made from old bed sheets, but like it's it's so obvious in that moment to people who know these people that." You know, there was one art advisor and the art advisor Has had two options. It was like either Leela's piece or Kate's piece. And she took Kate's piece, but is describing the process that Leela <laughs> uses. So. That's funny. Well, what I was just going to quickly say about James Terrell is that um, one of my, my, one of my late professors actually at Pomona was uh, very close with him and kind of had this whole theory of of looking at art from like Manet to Terrell to like whoever whoever and he called it like slow art which is like you their pieces of art which like demand that you like look at them for a really long time which is very James Terrell it has a lot to do with time and like the ongoingness of ongoingness of time and the one at Pomona College which where, where I went to college was uh, it's called sky space you you basically like it's this light show where there's a piece of sky and you have to look at it and there are lights around it and if you look at it and relax your eyes it looks like eternity right it looks like forever and everything at your perception is just totally fucked and it's a little bit like being on hallucinogenics especially something like dmt right which is the chemical that's released right before you die you know and like this weird relationship between um you know human perception and the infinity which is outer space because the light show only really works at night so I think that like it it just like it's related so much to the to the legacy to the death drive to the cryo of these celebrities they're like drawn towards art which reminds them of eternity apple screensavers yeah like that's kind of a perfect like connection right like they're so these people are like so overstimulated and so like insanely like entrenched in like these like capitalist like nightmare industries that all they want is to like be like dead or like in a kind of like state of total like numb mm-hmm. consumption yeah so like it, there's right, exact, this kind of thing exactly. of like the ball pit is another thing <laughs> like she kind of wants to be drowned in plastic right I mean that's like a gorgeous mm-hmm. kind of metaphor well it's even like in uh the one with Adam Levine and Bahati she says that sometimes to get away from her children and to have a moment of peace she gets she has a beer and lies down in the daybed in her closet and just looks around at her <laughs> she literally says that i am not hyperbolizing people right she literally says i just look at all the things that no i, I was own. like and like that she's is like, tranquil. she's and i'm telling you this is like this is the thing like in that moment she is ready to die right she has enough peace that she can die mm-hmm. exactly and they both have those daybeds in their closets and a lot of celebrities do. 
Another fave death drive moment is Kendall Jenner's bathtub. Bathtub or or the marble that she like purchased because her yeah, the dog's name was Gabbana, and like the the marble is called Gabbana or something. Like this kind of preserving of the body of some kind of creature in like stone or bone or some kind of like weird yeah this like preservation I think comes up a lot in the home which I don't know it's it's interesting because this is a connection I didn't really make until now but I go to a lot of estate sales also and like it's like one of the most kind of like amazing like bizarre yeah it's all complete garbage or it's like four dollars if you get there on Sunday you know it's like all of this stuff is absolutely right kind of meaningless at the very end and I like I mean there's something like like they just have like you know they practically have like everyone's birth certificate <laughs> and like their wedding you know their wedding rings it's like all these objects that are so like imbued with meaning throughout our lives are like you know people are just completely abandoning them at the very end and that's when you know a celebrity comes in and like buys that house right which is like a very humbling thing right it's like the it's like the complete understanding of the fact that objects actually Mm -hmm. are totally meaningless unless you as an individual ascribe something to them. And that's like the experiential quality almost, right? That's the, that's the life force. That's mm-hmm. the giving. That's the humility. That's the connection. I think a big right. theme is like invisibility, you know, like a big theme is invisibility as even we were saying earlier, where it's like the camera, like the person behind the camera is invisible. So it just seems like these people are talking to no one which is the everyone of the viewer. But it's also the invisibility right. of like who's cleaning, who's buying, mm-hmm. who's living here, who are you having sex with? Like who, you know, there's nothing there except for this like weird individual, even the kids. Like where, where are the fuck your kids? Where's the mess? They're always like, yeah, we cleaned it up before you got here. The saddest thing too is like these people with like the most access, the most money, the most privilege are still experiencing uh, this loss of, you know, of feeling like they have a home. Like yeah. to even think about them as like homeless is so insane because like, you know, they're the most housed people in the entire world. And yet right. they just lack everything except for these material objects. Well, in, um, Kanye West's song Hurricane in his on new, the new Donda he says a line about like architecture digest well really home improvement 60 million dollar home never went home to it used as a very like it's a very mournful lyric right right and he also you know he burns the childhood home yes. metaphorically yes. in that in a the whole success story is often you know driven by 
oh, I used to be homeless or I used to be poor. Right. And now I have all this. And like, you know, Kanye is a good example of like, you know, coming from nothing and then having everything and then not even wanting it it or like or articulating the experience right. of having it and feeling alienated from yeah from that. if we want to like maybe have some like think about our closing thoughts I just like had a few things I just like didn't want to go unsaid which is no. a the disguised tv <laughs> Also, the Tommy, you have to watch the Tommy Hilfiger because all of their televisions are mirrors. No. no. That's insane. Yeah. Hillary Duff has a frame as a TV. It's like a framed photo. And like, it's like fully an ad and you're like, okay, I got it. And then I watched a Jessica Alba and she, her horrible house, by the really way. Really weird. Her husband really wanted a TV in the bedroom and she didn't want it. So they put a TV on an easel. <laughs> as like a way to make it is like not a tv and then you can roll it in and out i think that the television in the celebrity Mm -hmm. home could be a whole like four-part series you know what i mean like that like that in and of itself because it's also like you then you um i don't know if it's 72 questions or the open door but scott dis has a really good one because like he's part of that like uber wealthy uber high profile celebrity who's like who has like a custom bed and then he also has like a custom tv tv which is like a huge projector screen that like acts as a wall at night that is just like this giant which obviously is like the most depressing thing in the entire world that he's just like alone in his like california california king king double triple size bed right with the wall which is the television that he's like this is the only thing i've ever wanted in my life and you're like oh I mean, my lord connection honestly is the hearst castle to all of this because the hearst castle was kind of like the ultimate tacky like uber like new money kind of shrine to this man's like existential anxiety and all of it was like completely like this looted garbage from what wherever or it was just like fake you know it's not like a lot of it's not real or a lot of it's just like manufactured or whatever but he was also there was like a home screening room there which was like they he screened movies in like Mm -hmm. the 20s and like that was a huge deal and like everyone was like you know that was like kind of an original thing and then you go if you go visit the Hearst Castle today there's an IMAX theater there that like plays a video about that's so weird it makes your brain hurt like don't you just feel like your eyes are burning when you see shit like that yeah I mean that whole place is like unbelievable but it's kind of like the amalgamation of all of these celebrity homes is like the Hearst Castle which is like the ultimate kind of like new money media mogul you know like Right. I was going to say media. I was going to say reality television stars, media, celebrity, the, 
the idea of like us weekly or people as the I guess a very real iteration of like a day-to-day coverage and objects right he's all he wanted all he wanted was the sled rosebud came the end all he really he had everything and all he wanted was this one object was which was this object from his childhood that kind of represented like his his freedom as a child his relationship to his mother yada yada whatever like he that was his last word like dying among all of his worldly possessions all he wanted was this one thing you know what's interesting though and I just realized this so um one of the my mom always, you know, we used to play this weird fucked up game where we were like, if there was a fire and we were all going to die, what would be the one right. object that you would bring yeah. from the apartment? Why do people do that? that, Why do that um, and I like, I play that game with my, like my, and my mom's object was always like a framed picture of her father as a young boy. Right. And I think that now my one object would be um, my grandma's old, like jewelry uh, box. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I think the most important objects to me in this house have like the sentimental yeah. value. They, it's like, it has my grandma in it, my mom in it, my family, right? Or I take like an old book or something. Mm-hmm. But something that you never see in any of these architectural digests are the sentimental objects. Yeah. I can't, I can't remember one except for the Dakota Johnson, like Hunter S. Thompson blown up Polaroid. Yeah. But even that is like created into an art object. Right. It's like, like a, the actual it's objects are not present. She doesn't have the original, so none of the oh. objects in their homes have any meaning or value beyond their own generation. I mean, there's a lot. We could probably do a series on these know, videos. There really is so much. I know, Gracie. You free next week, babe? <laughs> yeah, let's do. Like, I could do a whole app on one. Well, because we've only done LA and there's also a lot of New York ones, which are kind of even oh, freakier because of just like the whole downtown scene of New York, which has been completely corrupted by extreme wealth and straightness. Actually bought the whole building and we knocked down the walls or whatever, you know? Yeah. Oh, I, I did right, feel exactly. like when I was watching Nina Dobrev's, I did have this moment of being like, I hope that someday in my life I'm like I'm knocking down this wall. Yeah, right, right. right. Like, what are you doing? Like, knock down a wall. To knock down a wall. I literally was thinking about that. I was like, I literally hope that someday I'm knocking down a wall. But you know that her boyfriend is like Sean White. Really? What? No. Yeah, that's her boyfriend who she painted the house with. I'm not even joking because I was like, who is Nina Dover dating that's like going to take the time to like paint an exterior of a house? And it's fucking Sean White. If it's Sean White. No, I'm not. No, I'm I'm not lying to you. Like I, it, and doesn't that make it even more perverted that like Olympic bad boy snowboarder Sean White. But also Sean White looks exactly like my mother. (laughs) (laughs) He literally does. Other thing I wanted to just comment on was just the ultimate grip that the nook has on culture. I know. What's well, the intimacy? People just crave intimacy. People crave intimacy and they crave mornings. Well, 
Thank you so much, Gracie, for joining us. It. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Gracie. Oh, she's got a website? GracieHadlin.com. You can check out my latest writing. G-R-A-C-I-E-H-A-D-L-A-N-D dot C-O-M. That's where it is. Send me an email. Gracie is like a really, really brilliant writer. And I'm a huge Michael Todd. Thanks. Genius. Love this. You know, I love love that you guys go deep. You really do. (laughs) That's what we're devoted to these days. It's what gives our lives meaning. No matter the subject, we'll go there. We'll find it. Gemma and I have a great ability to just like really bullshit <laughs> on any given topic. It doesn't matter what the topic is. We can we can go on Every and on. Every topic deserves, you know, maximum attention. I agree. Bye. Thanks for listening. Thank you guys. Money can't buy your class Money can't buy your class Elegance is learned, my friends Elegance is learned, oh yeah door when I give them so much more than they can imagine money rich and manners poor never got the boys too far money talks but I just walk when I can't stand it and the primary mistake texting on a date if you make a lady wait she'll take a pass the lesson all should learn even if there's cash to burn respect yourself because no one else can change your path money can't buy To exemplify their very best behavior When entering a room, greet everyone And soon you'll be invited and entitled to the grandeur Your company should feel when a conversation's real Even if the topic feels like science class You can tell where someone's been without even asking him He's either rude or has some style and panache Money can't buy your class Elegance and flair and savoir faire. You don't have to be rich or famous to be unforgettable. Haha. <laughs> it's not about where you're from, it's about what you've learned. Money can't buy your class. Money can't buy your class. Elegance is learned, my friends. Elegance is learned. Money can't buy.
clap. 